We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. So Tarkov has two things, right? There's the things that make Tarkov great and the things that make Tarkov AIDS. (laughs) And what I can say is that it had all of the things that were great and less of the things that were AIDS. What's up, everyone? Welcome to the podcast, a show dedicated to talk about all the poggers things in life, like music, content creation, and video games. I'm one of your co-hosts, Jessica Sam. And I'm going to object. Object. Um, on the grounds of time travel. Time travel? Yeah, I was just showing uh, what my, my new favorite... My new favorite <laughs> fucking clip, which is like this this lieutenant who was a lieutenant for 27 years. He like f- completely just stepped all over the Constitution by like arresting this woman who was just filming outside of a courthouse, mm. like totally violated all of her rights and whatever. And then one of the questions he was asked in the deposition because she sued um, the lawyer was like, if you, if you could go back in time, would you do it differently? Like, would you not have yeah. arrested her or whatever? And he's like, you're asking me if I can time travel? <laughs> and he's like, no. Yeah, that's the question, idiot. <laughs> can you time travel? And the, he it goes back and forth like three or four times. Mm-hmm. And, he, and he goes to the lawyer again like, or the lawyer's like, are you trying to be funny? And he's like, no, you're asking me about hypothetical time travel. And then he like looks. He's like, what the fuck? And then his uh, the other lawyer representing the cop is like, objection. Like, what? You're asking him if he can time travel? Like, the other lawyer doubles down and is like, is this what we're talking about now? T- hypothetical time travel? And Bro. he's like, is that really what you think I'm fucking asking? It's the funniest Dude, thing ever. That's so great. Because <laughs> I was at first I was going to say, do you ever, like, wonder what it's like to live in that world? Like, like to just be so detached from reality that you can be that confident. And then that the lawyer doubled down is funny. I have, I have this thought that like the lawyer, it's like a lawyer representing Billy Mitchell where like he knows my client is insane. But like, do you think there was a moment where the lawyer was like, I know that this isn't the question being asked, but he's so confident. And if I just match the confidence, maybe we can get out of this question. Like, do you think he was like, no, nope, Oh can, God, nope. no, you can. you can tell, you can tell. He's like, he, the, the lawyer was like disappointed in the other lawyer. Like, that's really what we're, that's really what we're asking now. Questions about hypothetical time travel. Oh my God. 
Damn. So that's, yeah. That's I'm, phenomenal. I'm obje- uh, that's my new favorite. Objection. Not like, not like badgering the witness or not like, you know, uh, leading or, you know. Um, Objection. Uh, I can't hearsay. time travel. <laughs> Objection. Hypothetical time travel. Come on now, judge. We know this isn't. Not not this again. Not, not the fucking DeLorean oh defense. Oh my gosh. The DeLorean. That's the strategy. That not the, the double Lord, D. The DeLorean <laughs> Good old oh D. man, what's up, dude? You all rested up back home from the TwitchCon? No, I'm not. No, yeah, dude. I'm not. I went. I went uh, to the gym for the first time in 150 years. Yeah, yesterday. what's that like? So I, uh, I mean, I'm a shattered shell <laughs> of a of a man. You know, like having having to like try to vaguely remember what I was like lifting in college. Bro. Looking at the rack and like picking up the weights and then going, yeah, no, I'm gonna put <laughs> them down, go down the rack. Uh, nope, still too much. no, still have, no. Have a chick half my size walk over, grab the ones I just put down, and start like, <sighs> dude, do one lap around the little mini, uh, oh, the, the mini, um, track at the, yeah, the mini track. And I wasn't even like winded, I just like stopped, bent over, grabbed my thing, and all of a sudden it was like. My ears are ringing, and I'm like, I'm gonna pass out. I'm gonna pass out. I'm gonna pass out. Like just like yeah. holding on to everything. Like I'm just so fucking out of shape. Holy fuck. I I miss it. I miss working out, dude. I was Eric, who was there. Like uh, is the homie I used to work out with all the time, and uh, we were in a groove, man. And I loved it. I miss working out. We were in such a groove for such a long time, and then it was my son was gonna be born, and I was like, I'm gonna take like three, four weeks off, and then we'll get back and hit it. That was the last. I have not worked out since that day. He's almost six. <laughs> yeah, it's probably it's actually been longer than that for me. Yeah, I yeah, miss it, was, it though. I mean, I used to, you know, you had motivation in college when it was yeah. like I used to practice uh, with the girls' beach volleyball team on weekends. They'd go and they go oh, to the beach court, and I would just like help them practice. I mean, like I, I never really wasn't really a volleyball player. I was good enough to yeah play with them, you know, uh, yeah. during practice, but. You know, that's motivation to stay in shape when you're hanging out with the girls beach volleyball team. When you're playing beach volleyball shirtless with, you know, that like, yeah. is plenty of motivation. Yeah. But uh, yeah, damn. Not since then. So damn. But yeah, me and my me and the wife had a little bit of a, a, a talk the other day and I was like, yo, we got to fucking. We're, we're we'll just be so much like happier healthier like it, yeah you know if we both just get a little bit more active for sure. you know eat a little bit healthier on the regular more often you yeah. know for sure so i feel that we'll enjoy that <sighs> that soreness for the next few days tomorrow is when it's going to hit me yep yep that'll be brutal <sighs> So now the big, the big, the big question is whether or not I'll make it to day two, like exercise day two mm-hmm. is really the big question is if we end up going on like Sunday or whatever, then, yep. uh, cause there's going to be a lot of me saying, don't go, don't go, don't just quit. Just quit. Just oh quit, yeah. Bro, just quit. Oh yeah. Like it, you know, cause I'm, I'm, I, I just, I don't like working out. My wife likes working out afterwards. She's like, I feel good. I have all this energy, yeah. like whatever, and I don't know how. Like when I go, 
I know this is like funny for me to say because I'm like you're not exactly like you know built or anything like that. But like when I go to the gym and work out, I fucking give it a hundred and ten percent. Yeah, you know I'm like lifting <laughs> to failure. Like, mm-hmm. so I have nothing left in the tank. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like. You know, like yep. walking to my car and my wife's like, let's fucking go. And I'm like, <laughs> you want to go out? You want to go if, do something? And you're like, no. I don't know if she's just built different or yeah. if, you know, I don't know, man. Yep. I, dude, working out in like the afternoon is so much more inconvenient, but so much more fun. The workout is so much more fun. Working out in the morning, it's just like, I, I am not a morning person. I am the exact opposite of a morning person. I hate being awake early in the morning. And, uh, and so like I would work out when I came home from work for like a short period of time. And it was just like, like I could, it, you could lift 20% more, 20% heavier just by changing the time of day because like, you're just like so much more awake, but it's just so much more inconvenient to work out like in the middle of the day or at night, some weirdos that work out at like 11. No, see, I like that because like, I, I want to work out and then pass out. If I, you know, my yeah, wife is true. like, we're going 5am. I've got to go before work. And I'm like, oh. No, dude. At, I went to bed at two, and I'm gonna. It's by seven a.m. I will want to go back to bed. I'm like you can't. Yeah, yeah. But I'm gonna. I'm just gonna have to fucking big dick it through this. That's brutal. Just man up. Yeah. Otherwise, I'll, I'm gonna die before I hit fifty. <laughs> you know the Doritos and Hot Pocket diet will only take you so far. Oh my god! Well, now I'm on the fucking Geeks diet. Uh, Did you? Do you have it, one? This piece of shit, bro. It's so got good. Me, got me into this. I we were literally talking at it's TwitchCon. So good. I've always been like, I Starbucks is just bad coffee. Like it's just never been good coffee. He's like, dude, I agree. Except there's this one thing I get that's bomb, and it's like I want quad espresso and a venti cup with the fucking quad shot or uh, with uh, like white mocha and the cold and foam. Cold foam. You know what I have to do though? I. This is just straight up admission, shameless admission. I pull out my phone. I still don't remember it off the top of my head. Yeah. And I had I asked him to like type it up in Discord and I order it as if I'm like getting it for my wife or something. <laughs> because she I wants, can't uh, with a sh- she yeah, said like, what quad shot. <laughs> she said an eventy cup, like and I've literally just like that's something so about cold genius. foam i don't know that's something i would do a hundred percent i'm so oh, ashamed hundred percent dude it's so easy <laughs> it's so easy because if you're like she said she wanted that's all you have to say well one little and they're like i get it like i'll i'll help you work through this oh my god that's so great turn around look at the guy behind you like yeah <laughs> That's so great, dude. It's so good though. It's so good. He it's he put so that good. he put that in the screen in the Discord. I screenshotted it and saved it to my favorites because I didn't want to forget it because the drink is so good. Yeah, and I was like at I was at Starbucks, like, geeks, what's the thing? Because I couldn't fucking remember what it was. And I'm like panicking. So the first time I had my phone out reading it, I'm like, yo. I feel just by doing this and reading it out, I instantly it takes all of the blame. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. it's not it's not my order. Yeah, dude, oh, that's so freaking funny. Because I hadn't thought about that, but that's totally something I would do. Oh my god, that's so funny. I want one right now. I can't, but like I've been waiting. I'm excited for the week, and I already told my wife. I was like, 
We're going to Starbucks, and I'm getting this crazy drink. Oh, speaking of TwitchCon, dude, it was a good time. It was a good time. Vegas I was mean, wild. It was awesome. It was awesome. Yeah, it was a good time. Got to shoot a bunch of guns with BSG. Got to ride in a tank. You got to shoot a minigun. I still, I still, I got to hit up Airwing Marine. Uh, yeah. To get the full speed video of me on the minigun. <laughs> I think he sent me like a, a Google Drive, like where he just uploaded all of it. I'll get it to you, but yeah, dude. Oh, really? Oh, shit. So much fun. It was so cool. And obviously, the big thing, the big deal at TwitchCon was Arena being there. Well, I mean, the whole thing was crazy. Battlestate Games, like, dude, they came ready. They sponsored the partner party. They sponsored the freaking, the big Twitch other party that you had to, like, yeah, pay yeah. extra. They, like, hooked us up, getting a bunch of people, like, into that party. Freaking Nikita DJed for two hours or for an hour in the party. And then also they had this, like, ginormous arena booth, which was just, like, I don't know. It was sick. It was pretty surreal being able to like get get to meet nikita after all this time you know what i mean and meet you longer than me you you've talked to them so much more than i have yeah uh we 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 went into more detail on this on the uh the pp the patreon podcast pod patreon patreon.com slash podcast pod um but i do want to bring i do i do just want to mention it quickly for the the larger audience because i think it's like important for context So we basically talked about how the moment I was face to face, eye to eye with the developers, you know, Nikita, Dimitri, all these guys, how I instantly felt like a shitbag. <laughs> I instantly was reminded in very much the same way that I want other people to be reminded. Yeah. Who engage with us. Yep that these people are just human beings. Yeah. And like, that's not to say that my criticisms haven't been valid. Yeah. But it, that I, that I acknowledge and admit that I do actually feel a little bit bad about maybe how I worded some of my criticisms, you know, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. B- because it's easy to say like, because the game is dog shit. Yeah. But would I want to look a man in the eye and be like, your work is dog shit. Yeah. No, you know, so I, I like legitimately, I legitimately feel bad. Um, and I mean, I don't think like uh, a couple of them were giving me a little bit of a hard time. They were joking uh, because yeah. you know, we played arena and I was like, yo, man, it feels good. And he's like, yeah, you're going to go back and talk <laughs> shit about it on the podcast. And I was like, Fuck, God, man. Damn it. <sighs> no, I feel, I mean, yeah, like I said, we, we talked about it at length on the in the on the PP. But like, yeah, I mean, it's like. I felt it too, for sure. You know what I mean? I felt it too, especially recently, bro. Like past few weeks on stream, I've just been like the fuse has been shorter and shorter. And it's like part of that's for sure my fault because it's like, you know, it, it, you know, a la the the quintessential Twitch chatter. It's like, hey, you don't have to play it if you're not having fun. Like, don't let it get to you. But yeah, for sure. It's like it's it's a humbling experience. It's uh, I think what you just said was good. It's like in the same way we want other people to just be reminded of that. I'm not above that too. I also want to be reminded sometimes of like, God damn it. I'm uh, maybe I like, these are real people. They're doing a thing. And exactly like you said, it doesn't mean like 
the the core piece of everything I've criticized of BSG or of Escape from Tarkov, you know, I still stand behind like, man, maybe I feel this could be different or whatever, but it's like, yeah, maybe maybe I <laughs> get a little carried away. Yeah, and uh, now that I think about it, like some you know, uh Tower just said the screen dehumanizes us very quickly. And I and I realize like There's probably a, a subconscious thing where it's like you see Nikita on a podcast or yeah. I'm on a podcast with Nikita. I'll I'll say my criticism differently than if I haven't talked to any of the developers sure. in eight months and they're not on screen. And, you know, because it's like it's it's the developers yeah. over there working on the game. Yeah, it's not like person A, person B, person. It's not Joe, Steve, Fred, you know? Yeah. Exactly. The moment it's the moment it's Joe, Steve, Fred, you're like, and they're like, "Hey, man, yeah." You're suddenly like, "Fuck, <laughs> yeah," you know. So that's uh, even 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 us, the people who constantly talk about how we wish people were more empathetic mm -hmm. to us online. Even we are not. Yeah, not above know, it. Perfect. We're not perfect, uh, and and I'm like willing to accept that. Like, you know what I mean? To be like, oh, okay, maybe I need to, you know, X, Y, or Z, rein it in or whatever. But um, but it really was, it really was like surreal and just really cool meeting everybody. And uh, you know what dude, I mean? They were, uh, it was un incredible, dude. It, like meeting everybody, was, everybody was super cool. Everybody was super chill. And the fucking, the little like VIP party thing yep. that we, we all did, like, I'm just so, that, okay, so playing arena doing that party and having BSG like giving back to yeah. a bunch of mid-tier Tarkov streamers. Yeah. Like not even yeah. the big, big names, you know, like it was just a bunch of nobodies, you know, in the grand scheme of things. Yep. And they've spent thousands of dollars, I mean, thousands of dollars to feed us free drinks shooting miniguns, driving tanks over cars. Yep. It was just like, they didn't have to do that. They didn't have to do that. And like, you can't even, you can't even spin it. Like BSG wasn't like, uh, tweeting about it or live streaming it, you know, for clout. They didn't mention it. All the videos that came out on Twitter were like us filming. They didn't do it exclusively for the like 10,000 plus Tarkov streamers. There were tons of small, mid-sized creators there. It, like it, I I know some people that are in other kind of indie-ish game communities that have a very different experience. Like, if there would be anyone who wouldn't be invited, right, it's me and Veritas. Like, we every week, they invite both. They're treating us exactly the same. Like, Geeks was there, and he hasn't played Tarkov in a year, but they recognized that he was such a core part of the community. They were like, dude, if you're here at TwitchCon, we want you here at this party. Like, it's just, you couldn't, you can't spin that in a negative way. I was constantly thinking about that. I was like, this is just insane. They're just literally like, yo, we're here. We're in America. We never get to be here. We want to just show some love to the community. It was so dope. Yeah. yeah. So so that coupled with playing Arena, um, I am almost definitely going to be playing Tarkov again within the next couple of weeks. Ha <laughs> um, uh, it, it reignited the spark a little bit. Um, and, uh, you know, ho I'm hoping, I'm hoping that, you know, there's, there's a part of me that's like, my mental health has just been so much better 
since I've been out of Tarkov land. Yeah. Um, and it's like <laughs> trying to figure out if I feel better now with shit. Yeah. The question is, if I go back into it, am I better and things will be better? Yeah, and yeah, yeah. Or is it just an abusive relationship? And you know what I mean? I don't know. I you know, will see. It's a great. I might not play it for a ton, you know, for a ton of time. Yeah. Um, and then also couple that as well with something I can't even really talk about yet. Did I, I don't know if I mentioned it to you or not. I, I might so. have. Send it to me oh. telepathically. I don't. I don't know if I did. I. I gotta look. <laughs> I, I. I mentioned it to somebody. No, I didn't. I'm gonna. I'm gonna screenshot you. Okay. A, a part of an email, and we'll get your reaction live on stream. And but nobody else will get to know. Basically. Oh wait. Oh, I, I think I did. I, t- I did we, tell you. Yeah. Before. Okay. 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 I was searching the brain. Yes. Is that real? Yeah. Yeah. Oh shoot. Yeah. So I got to figure out, like, they want to know how much. And I'm like, I'm going to do it for free. But, uh, <laughs> but know, uh, uh, you know, my. So there might be something I might be doing maybe in December that I. Until the paperwork signed and, you know, NDAs are signed or and I figure out what I can and can't say. It's something that I am horrified about. It's stressing me the fuck out. I'm super, super nervous. If I were to say no, I would regret it forever. Uh, I can't believe they convinced you to join Fee Finder, man. That's wild. <laughs> what the fuck is that? What is it? You know what Feed Finder is? Feed Finder? No, I have no feet. idea what that is. Feet Finder. Feet Finder? Yeah, it's like only OnlyFans, but like exclusively for feet. You want to find some? You want to find some good looking feet, bruv? Don't Google it. Yeah, well, people. <laughs> I mean, I would join this. I would. Nobody wants to see my feet. If you want to pay me, by all means. No, no, no. I'm not. I didn't get hired by BSG. Nothing no. like that. Chat. No. <laughs> Anyways, OnlyFans, but for feet. So OnlyFans. Yeah, I guess. Um. Now, all that being said, because you played Arena on Sunday, I'm pretty sure. I played arena I played arena twice. I played two arena games. And I think they were both on Sunday, right? No. One oh, was really? Saturday and okay. one was Sunday. Well, I didn't talk yeah. to you about it. <laughs> what did you think of Arena? So there's a few caveats. I haven't played an FPS, let alone Tarkov, in six months. That's true. And that's important. I'm on a janky little Oh, yeah. Awkward setup with a, you know, like just a land setup that is just on like a stool with like a tiny mouse pad, you know, and everything's wired. And um, the audio, you couldn't like whether the audio is good or not, couldn't tell you. It's so loud. The convention floor was so loud. I was like, I was going to break the volume switch. I just couldn't turn up any louder. And then all the keybinds, I don't know any of the keybinds, the default keybinds. I had to ask like people who who were like, how do you turn to full auto? You know, people were like, hey, can I have fucking autograph? You're the Tarkov OG. And I'm like, yeah, cool. How do you change the scope settings? Like, <laughs> you know, like, uh, um, so it was 
there was a lot going against. Yeah. But I will say that what it felt like was so Tarkov has two things, right? There's the things that make Tarkov great and the things that make Tarkov AIDS. <laughs> and what I can say is that it had all of the things <laughs> that were great and less of the things that were AIDS. It didn't feel better than yeah. the Tarkov I remember. Yeah. But honestly, being able to just get in and play yeah like i definitely will like main arena probably like yeah i don't even know that i'll play the normal fucking tarkov after that yeah um it's just less like investment <laughs> less like For sure i don't have to how far am i going to get this wipe it's like nah, dude i just run games until i feel like playing a different until game you, you know say, what I mean? yeah it's very much so i hadn't thought about that but it's very much so that like you could you could have two main games for a wipe you know, where you're like, I'm like, I play arena, you know, almost every day because it's like it scratches that fun FPS itch. And then I hop off three hours. I go play Red Dead. You know, with Tarkov, after like a wipe, it doesn't really feel like you can do that. It's like if I'm going to play, I'm going to try and get Kappa or I'm going to like inv- I'm going to try and get Max Trader. Like, if you're not you're you're missing out on more progression time if you're not if you're playing anything else. Yeah. So like I hadn't thought about that, but like that's a, it's a great game to like have multiple games on the go because you could just hop in, scratch that itch, get some really good raids, maybe play some ranked, try and up your rank a little bit, hop up, play another game. <laughs> now, I will say, so the first game, the first one I played, so it's first to seven. Yep. 5v5, um, when 5v5. all the other team is dead, you get one, you win that round, and it's the first to seven rounds wins the match. Yep. And then there's also an element where after a certain period of time, there's like a point on the map that you can stand inside and like capture yeah uh and then then you win so like it's either like deathmatch you know you die or you know if if you've waited too long you can't find them or whatever you go to this area stand there for i don't know 15 20 seconds whatever it is and if you can like hold it down or not die then you win um there are there were some things that were specific to like that event and arena that aren't going to be in the final game there are some things i'm not sure about that i didn't like at all the first game, one of the one of the BSG guys came over and was like showing me a couple of the things, and at some point, like they they just like selected my kit. Oh, so like I didn't get to choose my kit. It, it wasn't bad. It was an MDR with yeah. a with a EOTech, but I wouldn't have picked that. Yeah, and you can't you can't least, change. Yeah, at least there you can't change it. So. I, I was stuck for the like 14 or 15 rounds playing with a kit that I didn't choose. I really hope that that was one of the most common criticisms of the whole thing I heard heard was um, I was I wish I could switch kits in between. And if they don't want people switching kits too frequently, you could balance it by just making it like you have to repurchase a kit. You know what I mean? Because you like in the beginning, you have to buy a kit. It costs money. And it's like, you can just keep ripping this for the rest of the round for free. If between rounds, if you would like to purchase another kit, you can do that. I think, uh, I, I think that's needed as well so that you can like kind of react to how the other team is playing. If they're all picked snipers and you didn't realize it and you have an MP7 and you're like, I'm not going to get close to any of these guys. You know what I mean? So, yeah. 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 So the first game we won was like seven to five. I think I went like 12 and six, which I was like really happy about. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, I, I thought I was just going to go negative being been away for so long. <laughs> yeah. Um, so that was good. 
Uh, I didn't experience any weird net code or anything like that. Um, I will say the map design. Um, I'm from the one map. It was the one with like the plane. Okay. The terminal or whatever the fucking like mini one. I, would, yeah. I don't know if anybody played different maps or not. If it was just one for everyone. No, it was a three. I played the woods map. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess like both times I, I just play, ended up playing the same map. Okay. Um, that, that map, at least I was impressed with the map design because it's two different kinds of map design. And we, I think we talked about this before, Yeah. but like BSG is good about making like realistic, immersive environments. Yes. Um, but I basically said like, we'll see how good they are about competitive shooter. Yeah, Competitive shooting it's, map design is completely different because it's all about angles and timing and all of that matters, right? That's what sets apart like CSGO and Valorant. Like their map design is for the most part, incredibly good yeah. because it, that's the entire game, right? It has yeah. to be. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah if, yeah. If, you know, the maps aren't, like, symmetrical time-wise and people could just run up to, like, this perfect spot and get there and then just hold the angle, then you never want to spawn on that side. The which other, you feels know, like, very Tarkov. Like, I was concerned about that, too, because, like, right now, if you're on Shoreline, you get Godspawn. You just get to the resort first. It doesn't matter your skill. It doesn't matter the gear you brought. It's like, you get there first. And so, yeah. Um. But yeah, overall, that that one map is really good. Um, and then the only other thing worth mentioning is that the second time I played, we went seven and zero, and one of my teammates was a lady actively breastfeeding. Damn. She was kind of crazy. She was She's like talking to herself. <laughs> she wasn't good. I was about to say, what I, if she went like nineteen and zero? Just like no, crap. it was literally like it was like two or it was like three of us on the team <laughs> that like just owned. Um, one dude was every time I died, I was specking him and he had like the ER 700 or something. And he was just no scoping people with a bolty oh. like, and he was top fragging. I'm like, dog, let me get your autograph. Like, what the <laughs> fuck? I don't even think he knew who I was. Yeah. Um, but I just remember looking over, looking down, seeing a tit and a little baby hanging. And I was just like, hell yeah. No longer looking, no longer looking past 12 o'clock. Uh, yeah, she was crazy. She tried to, like, cut the line and stuff. She was, like, talking to herself. She was, she was wild. Damn. That's wild. Yeah, um, <clears throat> I, uh, I played the woods map, and, uh, I mean, it's literally, like, just out in the new area, like, I mean, it's not new anymore, but, like, there's just, like, the cabin. It's, like, by the village where the car is, the new car is, like, mm -hmm. a little bit before that. They just cut that thing, and they added a little bit, so it's not just open. They added a bunch of cover, and stuff like that. Okay. It almost feels like a paintball like arena because they're just kind of like random cover and stuff. But uh, I thought that was super fun. It's definitely like that's definitely the biggest map. So the the way the from what I could tell, all the other three maps that were played, the uh, Bay 5, which is like the Connex Town one, the Mall, and the Air Pit, the airplane one that you played, it was 90 seconds. Um, match start after 90 seconds, that objective opens. And you can play on woods. It was three minutes because the map was just a little bit bigger. And uh, it was maybe two minutes, two or three minutes. It was a little bit longer. And then and then what happens is if you so it's like those are like the anti camping measures, right? Because like if, the, if it's a one V one and the other dude's not moving, you can just go cap the objective. If nobody caps. So the objective comes up after 90 seconds. And then it starts a new timer, and I think it's 60 seconds. If nobody wins or caps the objective after 60 seconds, that's when the AI come out. 
come out. And it's just mm. like in waves and it's like you will die. Like a one time that happened, it was because we were still figuring out that the objective was there. We were just like looking for each other. And I just started hearing grenades and like sermon cracking off like this SVD. And it's like you will die. So it, it kind of forces the maps to play in five minutes or less because they're coming for you. I think I at, can't wait. I think Someone's- at one point, everybody agreed to just wait for the AI to come out to see if they could kill them all. It was funny. I should have stood up and be like, yo, everybody. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I wonder if someone's going to like test that out. And it's going to be like, I, I remember hearing a joke on, I forget what it was. Might have been on one of the other podcasts I listened to where they're like, you remember Battle? Was it Battlefield 1 where it like starts off where it's like you're on the front lines of World War One, you know, and it's like you end up like fighting. And then but like when you die, it's like it says like oh, a soldier's yeah. name and like death day. And someone made the joke talking about that. They're like, if you're good enough, you can just beat the whole war. Like you just keep going. You don't you don't have to die. And I'm just wondering if like if anybody's going to be like they're going to find a spot where the A.I. just doesn't aggro yep. you and they're going to be able to like live forever. And Four I hour long like arena server. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but um, it was fun, man. I thought it, I, it was the same thing. I only got to play two games as well. Like there's obviously it's not enough time, right? It's not enough time to be to be able to... People are asking all these questions like, people ask me, is it going to kill CSGO? Is it going to kill Tarkov? Is it... Is it like, it's it's not it's not like CSGO. It's not no. like Valorant. It's more like Call of Duty. Yeah, yeah. It's like Call of Duty Search and Destroy without the, the, the bomb the site bomb. to plant yeah. that. But it's like, I need time. Of course, we talked about this going into it. We literally talked about this going into it. It was at TwitchCon. The convention floor was bumping. It was all our streamer friends there. Nikita and the BSG crew were there. It's like, oh, of course we were going to have a good time playing it. You know what I mean? But what I've been telling people is I left TwitchCon more excited to play it, not less excited to play it. That yeah. doesn't tell me, like, that's all I have for you. I'm, I'm not positive it's going to be perfect. I don't know. There were desync issues, but then it was an older build, and it, we thought it was land, but it wasn't on land. We were at text. So, like, there's all the back and forth, but all that really matters is, like, I had fun, and I left more excited to get my hands on it. I could play it for, you know, 12 hours on launch day and be like, yo, this is DOA. Like, they missed the mark. And, and, and I could do that and not go back on anything I've said about TwitchCon because all that I'm saying is that I had a blast playing it. You know what I mean? Like it was, it's impossible to comment on the audio because the convention floor was so loud. I literally spent half of my first match as well messing with keybinds because I have a bunch of stuff bound to my mouse. I've like changed the zoom of my Damn. scope bound to my mouse. What the hell is that keybind? I don't know. They had shift on like something weird. So when I let go of shift, I would sprint for two more seconds before my dude would stop. A ton of things were on toggle rather than hold. So yeah. like lean. I was like walking around like cocked to the side yeah, and I'm yeah. like, I couldn't. So it's like impossible, yeah. but it was fun. The game mode was fun. The maps flowed well that I could see that I could play. I mean, we watched, I watched the tournament all day on Saturday. So it was like really cool being able to see all four of the maps um, <laughs> and like a lot of how they played. Every single one of my like biggest concerns remain because all of my biggest concerns are about how it connects to Tarkov. And we were all just playing arena accounts with 50 million rubles, right? Like they were just churning and burning people through the booth, allowing them to play. So I have no, I have no more information about like how, how much money you make or how much, how the XP is, or does it transfer one-to-one? Can you bring your own gear in? You know, like, I don't know. It was interesting seeing what some of the kits were because like everybody ended up using 
so many they people ended up using half and half. the MCX build because it was MCX, that, yeah. 40 rounders with AP, and a hex grid, no helmet. And so or it was just the, like... Or the... Um, or the wristy the slick. Or <laughs> uh, like, the, what's the other one? Oh, the uh, SA58 was another one, yeah. yeah. Or the, 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 what does Killa have? The, oh, the, the RPK. It yeah. was the RPK build. That was also... like, or 7 and 40, I think, which is the one that reduces your recoil. Yeah, so I played with the MDR. I don't know what it had. Um, I, when I played the first day, I didn't know how... The UI is clunky as fuck on that one screen to try <laughs> yeah. to figure out like what ammo you have and whatever. Um, but uh, But the second day, when I was able to choose, I had the... SR25. Oh, with yeah. The with the voodoo. Um, That's a clean kit. But the first three rounds, I was like 6x, which is like useless. Yeah. Um. So before I managed to like catch one of my teammates that wasn't breastfeeding to ask them, uh, you know, what the key bind was. Uh, so, yeah. But, um, yeah. It's going to feel so much different when we get to play at home. And because I'm going to, I am going, I'm going to play different. Because I couldn't hear anything. I was yeah. just running around. Same. It was like map exploration. It was like, if I get into a fight around this corner or whatever, I don't care if I die. Yeah, same. Same. And it's going to be so different grinding it. Like, what does six hours of that look like? You know, how fast is it to get more in, in other matches? Like, you know, are we playing the same map over and over again? Are the maps random? Um, and then, like, we only, everybody only got to play team fight, which is the 5v5 mode. But there's four modes launching, uh, which Shootout says round robin tournament. Each team plays against each other in solo duo or trios. The two teams with the most victory points meet in the final. So it's like it's almost like a built-in tournament thing. Oh then, shit! Then there's team fight. Then there's overrun, which is PVE, which I think is so cool that they're adding five players, uh, doing waves of um, enemies. Uh, PVE, I think that's super sick. And then Last Hero, I think, is free-for-all. It's solos, just like nonstop, 1v, 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 1. Oh, my God. I think that's probably what I'll Yeah, I know it is. I know it is. Uh, and then Duel is, like, blacked out, so you can't select Duel. But the, the other game mode that shows on the website is Duel, which I think will probably be 2v2s. Um, which Duel? Yeah. Or I guess, no, like, not 1v1? Well, Last Hero is the goal of, like... Uh, free for i guess duel might be yeah just 1v1 and last hero is like there might be five or six and it's free for all i guess that's true yeah but uh dude i'm excited i'm so excited the other thing that we didn't really see is like they've teased some we talked about this before some kits that you'll like sacrifice some armor or whatever but you'll get like bonus money bonus xp if you use this kit i didn't see any of those it was just like some some kits yeah, all of the all of the kits were it was like a really, really good gun with good ammo and yeah. like and either like mid armor, mid helmet, or you know, MP five with maybe good ammo and like sick armor and like a helmet without headphones that you can't hear anything. Yeah. Or like the SR twenty five was SR25 with a Paca and like a boonie. Yeah. So it's like you get a really good gun with like shit armor, so they they balance it. Yeah, like that, where it's like you really just kind of get half. And we don't know what the um, progression is like as far as like how much money do you start with? So how much how conservative will you be? If I link my Tarkov, I have 87 million rubles right now. If I just like link those accounts, do I just show up at Arena with 87 million rubles? Um, what does the progression look like? The last we heard was Nikita said you'll be able to bring your own 
gear from Tarkov at a certain level. So like you don't just get to like do that right at right at the gate. You have to like level up to a certain level. So there's still lots of questions on that. But for everybody that just heard that ding on Windows, that was me opening the launcher to hit install. Oh my god. I did not hear that. Um so I don't know. I'm uh <clears throat> I'm super excited. I'm I definitely had a blast. I think I I agree I like right now at the point where I'm at in the wipe is all I really want to do is PVP and that costs me so much time to do, right? Like I'm in the stash, I spend 6 minutes matching in, we have to run around the map and find people. If I die and Valiant's still up, I have to wait for him to get out of the raid or die and then we have to start it over again. Well, you know what I mean? Like what was nice about team fight too was like 7 rounds. So if you die, it's just 30 seconds, 60 seconds until the rest of your team is wiped and you're you're right back in it. You know what I mean? So yeah. even like if you guys go six and six and then, you know, the seventh is what takes it, then you're at 13 rounds before you even have to match again. You know what I mean? So it's like it's just so much more time playing the damn game. Um, I thought the spectator thing was sick. And then. Did you see, I can't remember if I told you this at TwitchCon, but like when you were watching the tournament, you know how they had the like big, the eye in the sky mode and they were like following people around with like the free yeah, cam? I, I guess, so I guess that the people who were, they got like stuck overseas. They didn't manage yeah. like, the people who they had trained on that. So whoever was there like last minute to do the, not the casting, but like the camera control camera work. I mean don't want to be harsh but they wasn't good yeah you know it was constantly like someone would be running they'd go to aim and then, and then it, was it would like cut to someone like yeah. no what are you doing you yeah know, like constantly but they mentioned um, that that the guys that they had trained up on it and the other thing dimitri said to me was like the build we were on had like not nearly as many tools for that like the current build that they have internally ooh. had even more tools of like switching between people or maybe even toggling on like nameplates if you're eye in the sky so you see where everybody is like they had a bunch of other tools, but this build, we didn't have it, and they didn't have their guys trained on it. But I asked him, I was like, do we have access to those tools? He was like, yeah, absolutely. And I was like, so I can just like run a tournament with my own chat and just be like, hey, we're doing this. I'm not going to participate. I'm going to be eye in the sky. He was like, yeah, of course. So I was like, yes, dude. Oh, it's going to be so sick. So there are there are three more things I think are worth talking about there. Um, one of them was, I don't know why it took so long to get into a game when there's like five of us against five like that's it was like take me every, it was start and we would wait like five minutes really like yeah like why are we queuing why is it taking so like what the <laughs> fuck right yeah. like that i that i really pray to christ same that that gets sorted same um, that's like now that's like make or break for arena <laughs> if it takes eight minutes to get another raid it's like I mean, it's it's good that it's not eight minutes between rounds, right? Yeah, like, of course. With Tarkov, Tarkov is you run five True. fucking feet, you die, and then it's eight minutes to get back in. Um, yeah. But but yeah, it was taking too long, far longer than I would have expected. On now, I, what I also don't know is if it was on LAN. It wasn't. Or not. It's been confirmed that we were connected to West Coast servers. A West Coast server. So does that explain the landmark? situation because that was something that people were people were trying to figure out what the fuck happened so for, com for 
for context, it was it was Landmark and who was shooting at him? Landmark was shooting at Ash. Yeah, so um, Ash was like, you know, coming around the corner. There's one of those um, like shipping containers that was kind of up on a, as a ramp that you could kind of go up. <laughs> he turns the corner, Landmark's down kind of on the side behind him, and Landmark is just... All connecting. Every single bullet hitting, 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 and was like, whoa, what the fuck? You know, and like... Some people were like, oh, he had bad ammo. It was the MCX. He was using Whisper until we saw Ash's perspective. perspective. He ran. You kind of see a little sliver of where Landmark is standing, and he just runs up the thing. Doesn't get hit with a single bullet. Oblivious, yeah. No, doesn't even hear that he's being shot at. Yeah, there's no there's no gunshots or anything, and people were like, it's decent. You know, some people thought it was ballistics, and then we found out that it wasn't. Then people were saying, oh, well, it couldn't be desync because it was on land. Yeah. And and I'm like, if I said, if it's on land, that's worse because that means that the kinds of issues that we see that we blame on net code are like client side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would be like the clients like, oh, you're shooting bullets. I'm going to show the blood and everything, but I'll get around to sending those packets off. I don't know, maybe five minutes, 10 minutes, right? Like your client is just like, I'm not even going to send it. It's not even net code if it's land. Yep. Um, so I'm actually happy to hear that it's land. So was I, or that it wasn't land. Yeah. Sorry, that it wasn't land. Yeah. yeah. Um, I was happy to hear that too. So, I mean, it's still like, <laughs> we're probably we're probably going to, I I genuinely don't think that we're, it, the game's going to be like desync free. Like I don't think so either. Like, um, I'm absolutely tempering my expectations to like, my expectation is like exactly what we have in Tarkov right now but just in arena. You know what I mean? The audio, I'm just going to kind of wait and see because as we've talked about before, theoretically, in the much smaller maps, it would be much easier to like tighten up the occlusion zones because... You make no no occlusion zones. Just make it one box and then there it's just the HRTF, yeah. which has been generally good. Yes. So the audio was like a big question and unfortunately nobody there can really answer it because the headphones were really bad and the show floor was so loud. Nobody can really give a like the audio was great or the audio was terrible. Nobody could really hear anything. So a lot of people were just slapping on the wrist T kits. Cause they were like, dude, if I can't hear anything, I'm just going to run around with the wrist T. Um, so people are going to play slow. It's going to go from 60 to 10 when we can all play it in person because yeah. then people are going to like, I, especially cause you know, there were some people watching, you know, and whatever. And I'm like, I don't want to like the smart thing to do, especially with like an SR25 and a voodoo. Yeah. Is to go hold one of the long angles, go prone and just hold your crosshair there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait. Yep. But instead, I was turn on my laser and just run it. Yep. And fucking point firing. You know what I mean? Yeah, we so, all like, were. Yeah. Because, you know, it's like I'm not going to be able to hear anything. Um, th- There were three or four times where I'd turn a corner and be like, oh, sorry. Fuck. Oh, you're yeah. Gonna put, like four bullets into my teammate. Um, the team kill. Oh, there were lots of team really, kills. It's really hard to be able to. First of all, half the time I just forget if I'm red or blue. 100%. And then the armbands aren't super visible all the time. Yep. Yep. I literally have you. I'm gonna have to say in my head, shoot the blue, shoot, shoot the, the blue, blue, shoot yeah, the blue, yeah, shoot yeah. the blue. You know what I mean? Yep. Like, um, yep. for sure. So, then the only other thing worth mentioning, um, is. In some ways, I kind of, I kind of hate Tarkov's healing system in this kind of setting. I because what more. ends up happening is 
oh, this 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 round is going to be over within the next 20 seconds. I'm just going to pop a painkiller and and just ignore everything. Yep. Because yep. especially now it, that might change when we have good audio. If, Maybe by that I mean like if we can hear. Because then I'll be, I'll sit in a corner and I'll heal. Because if someone's going to come, I, I'm going to hear it. Yeah. But playing that day without audio, knowing yep. that just anybody could be anywhere, and that unlike every other game in the world that you don't have to heal, they also have radar. So you can look up and you hear footsteps and you see the green dot. It's like okay, I'm fine. Yeah. It's yeah, when yeah. you look up, you see it's not a teammate, and then you can cor- correlate that. But instead, it's like there's footsteps. Uh, yeah. I'm just going to assume it's a guy. You you know, yeah. it, or I just I didn't heal at all. <laughs> or healing, if there is healing in those other games, it's and then you're done. You know what I mean? If anything, it's that, and you could, you could, you know, a random nade off spawn could like get you so bad that you've got three heavy bleeds and your thorax and your head and everything is down to like eight HP, and you're like. Do I just start pushing corners? It'll take me 10% of this entire round's time frame to just stop my heavy bleeds. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, so let alone well heal as an the limbs. Yeah, so you might as well use it as an opportunity to play YOLO. Yeah, it was which just... Which can be fun. The Five seconds is five seconds, right? Like, five seconds is an objective amount of time. It doesn't change. But the perception when everybody when 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 you're in an arena and rounds last 90 seconds and everybody was moving, 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 the amount of times I thought they I I had literally felt like they'd made the Salua animation in slow motion. Because it's just like And I'm like, oh my god! <laughs> and then he puts it away and I'm that it's like, holy cow. I Heard Chief mentioning that too. They won't do it. I am confident. I'm more I'm confident they won't do it. But I believe it would serve the game mode well to reduce the amount of time it takes to do those things. I do think there's a world where it is kind of cool that you have to prioritize. Like, There's a world in which in that fast-paced game mode, it's kind of cool to be like, okay, these are the three health effects I have. I only have time to hit one. I'm going to hit this one. This gives me the best chance of survival. And then I'm going to go back to push. There's a world in which that's cool, but not when each of those things take three to five seconds to do. You're never going to serve 12. You're, you're ne- never going to. You're barely yeah. ever going to. He- if you Because a lot of the Tarkov people, right? Your kid has a grizzly. Oh, sick. I can heal heavy bleeds, light bleeds. No, not sick. A grizzly's the longest animation. It takes forever. You know what I mean? So it was, yeah, I uh, I agree. That and, and I know, and I know the Tarkov Andes, like the realism Andes and the, and the Tarkov people are like, meh. And I don't care. But, but I agree. The other thing too was, um, black uh broken limbs like if there's anywhere in the world the adrenaline system needs to be it's arena i mean it needs to be in the in the main game too but it just feels so bad because these types of shooters are all about the clutch right all about getting shot from behind and the flick you know all about getting you know 1v2ing 1v3ing those are the moments that make these types of video games and it just feels so bad to just be like i'm dead and you just can't do anything, you know? Oh, it yeah. feels so bad. So, yeah, there were a few rough clips where we were watching like the the tournament and seeing like, you know, you see somebody see somebody, they're, you know, the person's running, they don't see him yet, they start to shoot at him, all of a sudden the person flicks and hits him with one bullet and all of a sudden they're like this yeah. and it's like the recoil and the aim punch is like, mm, you know, so that's I don't know, it's going to be rough uh I think. 
those I, I agree. Those are the things where I hope that they're open to feedback on that stuff. Once again, my I don't expect them to be. Uh, they they seemed really committed, even from really early on. Like this is going to be the same movement system, the same healing system, the same everything. We want it to be exactly the same. And I understand that sentiment, but I do think that the design clashes for uh, a game mode like this. You know what I mean? I mean, I think a design clashes for Tarkov in a lot of ways, let alone Arena. You know? Yeah, I think that they're honestly. Here's how I something that i would try out at least or even just like get in a room with a bunch of people in a meeting whiteboard it out and say like is this a bad idea and yeah. walk through some of the implications but imagine if like imagine if the, there, the logic was you if you're gonna go to heal if all of your limbs are full and you have a blacked out limb heal that so so like if you have blacked out arm blacked out arm half stomach you go to heal with a Salewa, it fills up the stomach. You go to heal with the Salewa, it fills up the arm. Mm. But you can't heal the arm because, like, no, you're never going to serve. You're never going to CMS. No, no. There's just not enough time. Yeah. It takes too long to put it away. You know, like, yep. um, you're just going to deal with having the blacked out limb. I don't even know if there are any kits that have those things. I don't know. I just feel like it, it should yeah. be like Tarkov healing system light. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I don't know. Maybe that's a bad idea, but I don't know. I just like it. The, the problem is, is that, you know, people would say, well, the, the healings, like the healing system is important. It's so integral to Tarkov and decision making. And I would argue the way it is now, there's no decision making. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you literally hit your propotol or your adrenaline and just or pray. whatever your painkiller and you just run. I didn't even look. Now, granted, I have to admit that part of that was because I was so out of the you don't open in your inventory to loot. Yeah. So like I wasn't used to opening hitting tab hitting the health thing again. So like I never yeah. even you know, like that's just something that, you know, you can really only situationally do when things have slowed down. You're like, all right, what are my what are my heels at? But I forgot so many of the controls and so much yeah. of the like the meta and like habits I got into playing Tarkov that like I didn't even heal. I just literally hit like four to use my fucking IFAC or five, you know, actually I would spawn in, would run, get like halfway to yeah. where like the engagement would start. And I would pop my, my adrenaline because yep. 60 seconds that I'm going to be dead or yeah. the rounds over. Yep. So I just insta pop it. Yep. Yeah, for sure. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, I'll be interested, man. I'm very interested to see what they, what they do, how they respond to, to players like that. Cause, cause I agree. It's not. Yeah. Yeah. There's just no room for like, well, you know, like you said, it's what makes Tarkov Tarkov it, you know, the realism, the decision-making it's like, that's not what's happening here. You know what I mean? This is five V five. You're just like, if I got hurt, I would run away. There is no, like, you can run away in Tarkov. You can, there's no running away here. You know, you're in a very small map with a timer, and if I try and run away and use my four CMS kits to heal, like I would do in real life, you know, the AI is just going to start shooting me, right? <laughs> you know what I mean? So, it's yeah. it's not, it's just not... Now, if they decide to do it, that's fine, man. Like, if they if they, if they they keep keep with it, whatever. That's their, that's their prerogative. I'll, I'm still excited to play it. I'll probably have a blast. But, um... Yeah, it just doesn't... I don't know. The other thing, the other question I got a million times was um, how's inertia? And it's funny because it's 
you're never overweight. Right, you spawn in with your gun, your helmet. Oftentimes, your armor. Oftentimes, no helmet. You've got ears. You've got three mags and two meds. So, and which is what I said going into it. I was like, I don't think you're gonna really feel the inertia. You're never gonna be seventy kilograms. You know what I mean? You're, you're just, you're barely ever running out one full stamina bar because you, you're just in the fight immediately. So, oh um, yeah, I never, I never ran out of stamina. Now that you mention it, yeah. So. I don't think it's going to be, I don't think it's going to be an issue. A lot of people, at least in my chat, was like inertia, inertia, inertia. It's, you're not going to notice it because you're going to be underweight the whole time. And it's just, yeah, it's not really going to ever get in the way. There were lots of questions on like, if I loot a gun, like Stankrat ran out of ammo at some point. It was like looting somebody else's gun. And I was, but he died. And I was like, what happens if he loots the gun and the, the match ends? You, you, you know definitely I mean? don't keep it. There's no way you like. Keep it. You just like restart with your same kid. I don't think anybody did. So um, yeah, I mean that, that. Yeah, there's no way that you would keep it because like, there's just no way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I don't know, but I was excited. I'm excited. I think it was fun. Yeah, I'm like I said, it got me excited. I just literally changed over to the Tarkov category and I'm I'm going to I'm going to play Tarky <laughs> after the podcast, to give it a try. See, here's the thing, like I I think about <laughs> I I am a little bit excited to to fuck around with it again. But then at the same time, I'm like I'm already imagining the a bunch of quests that I don't want to do. Yeah. So like do I, do I just like skip the quests? Like, I'm, I'm not gonna get Kappa. Like, you know, yep. like it doesn't fucking matter. Maybe I just just farm just viewer kids, it. bro. <laughs> is is viewer kid apocalypse? I literally last time I played, it was like you got canceled if you took viewer kid. <laughs> remember? I, I mean, do remember? remember. I do remember. Yeah. No, it's all that's all that's in the past. Friendly guy, friendly guy started a new account. And he, it was like a challenge. It was like, I'm going to get to level 40 and I'm the, I'm only going into a raid if I get a viewer kit to prove that you're not going to get banned. If you get viewer kits, it was like this. Everybody was like, Oh, don't do it. If you take 60 BP, you're going to get banned. And he was like, let me show you. And he like got to level 30 or something exclusively taking viewer kits or something. So, um, yeah, so yeah, it's fine. It's fine. Hmm. Um, I don't know. Maybe, maybe I will. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, dude, I feel that though. Like this is the first wipe. This is the first wipe since I got Kappa for the first time that I willingly chose not to get Kappa. And I have like, I know a three other people that have also feel that way. And B like, I have no, I am five quests away from Kappa and I could not be less interested in completing those five quests. Are they like AIDS quests? I haven't completed stirrup yet, which is which just is stirrup. Kill three people with, with pistols pistol, right? anywhere. Was it, is it because you're bad? No, it's just because I don't want to use a pistol and I don't care to do the quest. <laughs> it's because you're uh, bad. I have one kill. Like I just huh. now some of them are AIDS. I have like the guide. You know what I mean? Which I don't want to do. Fucking lol. But I haven't done Shooterborn in Heaven yet. It, which is, I thought that wasn't required anymore, or maybe it is they, now. They changed. 
It's not hundred meters. It's any distance, but you have to have a bolty. Yeah, because now it's like wiggle it four scavs or whatever. Like they've changed it so drastically from what it used to yeah. be. That... And Psycho Sniper, which is now if Psycho Sniper used to be just get level nine sniper skill, now it's get level mm-hmm. nine sniper skill and kill five PMCs with a bolty without dying and extract. Which and oh, so many people have just been taking AXMCs to factory because <laughs> it doesn't say oh, I was where. Say that they didn't put the factory like because they, they did put the factory restriction on a on, bunch of like Markov yeah. shooter and stuff, right? And uh, yeah, and Punisher Part Six with the SVDs, they put the factory restriction on. Uh, but now, yeah, I mean, on uh, Psycho Sniper, you can just AXMC because it doesn't even have to be headshots. So AXMC FMJ, you're just one tapping him to the chest. Once you get to five, you just leave. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, so we'll see how long there's a world in which I play for less than one hour. Oh, 100%. 100%. Yeah, for sure. Um, I get it. Dude, there was something else. What was I going to say? It was Tarkov-related. Oh, the, before we move on from Tarkov, have you seen the uh, the streamer challenge thing? I just I literally saw it on the launcher, and I was going to ask about it. Um, who sent me that picture? At least a hundred hours. Damn, never mind. I don't qualify. Don't qualify. Damn. It. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Actually, I was joking because I thought I was going to say a hundred. It's a hundred hours of Tarkov broadcast in the last six months. So I actually don't qualify. <laughs> I thought it was like a hundred hours playing the game. No, I like legitimately don't. No, you qualify. don't. You can't do the streamer challenge. Well, I mean, like, get give me like. Give me like ten days. Get yeah, right. If, if if I could play for ten days, who sent me the picture, dude, of the challenges? God damn. Anyways, um, dude, you know what? We need to start a petition, Rick, dude, because the people that won the arena thing, um, was was it Landmarks team. Mm-hmm. All of them get, you know, streamer the prizes items. like streamer items, and and that includes the <laughs> second streamer item. We need to start a petition. I like legitimately thought about DMing Landmark to be like, you should say Jesse Kazam should no. have my second streamer item. I'm, I absolutely start a fucking GoFundMe or whatever because if if I listen, I'm just gonna say this: if if I won something like that and I already had a streamer item, I would say give it to somebody else who deserves it. I feel you. I, and I, of course, feel like you deserve it. I appreciate but. it. I appreciate it. Um, it is cool that they get streamer items. Like, it's cool. Like, a bunch of people that were there, like Abney, it was so cool rooting for him, and he gets one now. Um, oh, wait, wait. Dunk. Fucking Landmark already has, like, a pizza thing, right? Anyway, he could he could just pretend like it's his, but we'll, <laughs> we'll all know it's yours. Yeah, that will be... That, <laughs> that would be hilarious. Um but the uh, yeah, so the winners apparently yeah all got streamer items and uh, including a second one. Faith, you have one, and the streamer battle, the streamer challenge. I think it's really cool because they considered a lot of things. So like you said, you have to have been broadcasting for whatever. Uh, another thing it's, that's cool is they're only counting eight hours a day of game time, so you can't win by just putting nine twenty-hour days in. Like eight hours is a lot. Yeah, you can't just pull it the pestily and like. Yeah, but you can't yeah. just farm forever. Which a lot of the challenges in the past, I mean, none of them have been like this, but have you know what I mean? You can just the leaderboards that they did. Yeah, 
it was just who's playing 22 hours a day. You know what I mean? Like, which is fine. That was fine. But I, it was like, I can't play 22 hours a day. You know what I mean? Yeah, it doesn't matter how good you are. You won't be able to compete. Like, if you could play 11 hours a day, and that's a lot, you you aren't going to get twice as many points as someone. Exactly. So, yeah. Exactly. So, so they're capping it at eight hours a day. And each day has a new, so it's nine days because each day has a different map. And it's like, uh, I, I nine can't. Nine days of car called Nikita gave to me. me. You're going to get DMCA, don't know. No. Oh, I uh, forgot about that. <laughs> um, they're, uh, they're accounts given to you, which makes me wonder if it's private servers. Because like somebody asked about Q sniping, it's you get an account for this. So it might be like if they get thousands of people and everybody's focused on one map, it might just be its own servers. You know what I mean? Um, <sighs> I don't know. And uh, But each day has a map focus, and it's like a, a bot kill is one point, um, a PMC kill is a certain amount of points, extraction is a certain amount of points, extracting with any streamer item is a certain amount of points, Getting like boss or raider or rogue or goon kills a certain amount of points. Five extracts in a row is a bunch of points. And then like each map has its own like little thing that's unique to that map, like a side quest special challenge. And you have eight hours per day and you just like, I don't know if everyone has to do it at the same time. I, I didn't really look into it. I, and then, and then they aggregate all the points at the end of the nine days and the winner gets a streamer item. Um, I think it's cool. I think it's cool because like, my guess is like probably someone we've never heard of is going to win. Like that's always when people are like, who's the best? It's like, dude, it's probably some dude that just grinds and streams to like three viewers. You know what I mean? He's probably better than all of us. So uh, I'm excited to see. I don't know that I'm going to participate because like I can't play eight hours a day for nine days straight. You know what I mean? Like I have a family. I'm I'm not like, I'm not just going to hop in I, and I'm I'm already not nearly as good as half of these dudes. Not nearly as good. And I would miss two days. It's like... Yeah. And, like, Tarkov has already has so many not fun elements. Adding this competition like to it. making it not... You know, because, like, when it comes to something like this, if you really want to compete, you really have to min-max. You yeah, really have yeah. to focus on what's the most efficient. Like, the bingo. You know, like, it's... You spend more time theory crafting what uh, uh, what to do for the bingo and where to go and how to do it then then it's just like i don't feel like i'm playing tarkov anymore yeah you have to dude the whole know, meta game around that just becomes unfun uh, it's for me it's just like i already yeah i already get so mad at all of the stuff like I, I hate that's why i hate the quests it's like dying with something i need i'm just like oh i have to go do this thing again you know, dying when you're on that fourth extract in a row and you have six streamer items and a bunch of, and it's just going to be so brutal. And then the other thing is like, Gingy plays this way really well and I don't. I play the opposite. When I'm playing the game, dude, if I find a, the mor a morphine I need, I'm like, let's go. I got to get this found in raid. Everybody's like, Gingy's so lucky. Gingy's so lucky. It's because every raid she plays, she plays until there's 80 seconds left. She's just, she, no matter what she has on her, She's looting and she's going for the fights, which means her deaths are so much more brutal because she has so much more honor. But it means every extract is just insane. 
she does that so well. And I, that's not how my brain works, but that the winner is going to have played this way, make big risks. I have three streamer items on me, this, 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 and this is my fourth extract. I'm going to go for that one V three. You know what I mean? It's oh, like, I don't just... know. It may, it may be, it's a, it's a coin flip Yeah, because the people that go for the big risks, if, if they are unlucky, you know, like you could say the same about gambling, right? Yeah. It's only if you don't, the, the dealer doesn't get blackjacked the first five in a row, right? Yeah. Like, oh, oh I'm so, saying so like, go ahead, go ahead. It, it could go either way, right? Like the person who goes in, gets the morphine they need and pieces out. If they do that seven raids in a row and then the other person goes risk it for the biscuit and dies in six out of seven raids, the person who played it casually, you know, not casually, but um, like um, slower, slower, more carefully is what I meant to say. Uh, then they'll be the one that wins. But I think with enough people participating, you're absolutely right. 500 people will play the big dick way and 499 of them will get cucked. It's just the True. one that got the luck, you know, four raids in a row each day. That guy's going to win. You know, it, it, it's it, like... That very well may be the case. What will be the determining factor of that is what are the XP... What What, yeah. what is the, the like, reward... For challenge, True. if there are things that are like big points, you know, like yeah. get out with a lead X, you know, if then that's worth that's 10 true, times more true. than get a morphine, it really depends. It depends on how how the the rewards are allocated. Yeah. You know, I, like I'm so pissed I can't find it. Somebody sent me a screenshot of literally like how the points are allocated and every single. um, Yeah. But anyways, um. It, it, it's interesting. I think it's cool. You know what I might do on day one? I was thinking about doing this on day one and then like ripping it because and, and just seeing how it goes because I don't know. I don't know um, if BSG, I don't think BSG is going to be doing any sort of like official stream for day one. I might just like cast it. I might just literally sit and bounce around to like streamers and like see who's doing what and like not like cast it, but kind of like create i thought i think it would be fun a lot of people have their guy that they just want to watch do the whole thing which is going to be great i want to see what everyone's doing you know what i mean i want to have like 87 tabs up and like as soon as somebody dies find somebody else in a clutch moment and they just be like oh how many points do they have on them i think that that would that sounds more fun to me than participating in it so i might do that and just like see if people vibe with that like if i get some people who are like dude yeah i want to see you know what's going on big picture um I might do that for See, a while. The, what the only thing that might make that hard, and I hope it works out because that sounds like fun as fuck. Um, I feel like I'd want to like like co-cast with you. Yeah, for a couple yeah, hours yeah. Um, but uh, is the fact that like you know like during uh, Twitch rivals, it's like the, the there's a three hour window, and you know the people who are competing. Yeah. Whereas this is going to be a lot more like somebody might have been competing yesterday and they're just raiding today decided that they're kind of out of the you know yeah, like true because isn't it it's just for like it's this open-ended thing where you can do whatever whenever however you want right well i think i read through the rules today and i already forgot so but this is what i think it was there's a start time and an end time like these are the eight hours in which you can compete i could be wrong about that <clears throat> And, oh, on on each day, and, or? and each day you can only get points on one map. And if they're arena accounts, it means if you're participating, you will be on this map on this day at this time. So it might be easier oh, to kind of so like. It's, so it's not okay. I guess that makes more sense because yeah, you know, like with the bingo stuff. Yeah, 
the only reason why that works is because they have like special accounts. They've got people who are watching the streams who are like paying attention to like adjudicate. If there's 5,000 people all randomly <laughs> doing this, some yeah. of them are two viewer streamers. Like it's not like BSG, you know, if you have to get out with a morphine, how is anybody going to track that? It's not like you're going to have yeah. to compile the clips to prove it. No, so it's all, yeah, it must have to be on their own account it's with on their, their own, own accounts. And like basically, the, the what it says is at the end of the eight hours, there's like a five minute period. It's like seven hours and 55 minutes you have to compete. And, and nobody going into a raid during that last five minutes, it will count because they need those five minutes to basically compile all the information <clears throat> from those accounts. Um, interesting. So, does that mean the exact start and end times for each day of the challenge will be announced separately? So, it is a specific the countdown timer starts after the first click to start raid so that's gonna suck for people like overseas it's it's gonna be like na i hope, hours, I hope right? they rotate they have nine days so i hope it's like eight today 10 tomorrow 12 that would make the most yeah. sense to me you could kind of rotate it, around a 24 it needs hour to be clock. fair i hope it's fair like yeah. that because otherwise you know people in fucking asia or eu yeah. or whatever are gonna get cucked and that's just not fair i hope that that's how they do it <clears throat> um so uh so we'll see i i, I feel like that would be more fun than I just I'm just not a competitive dude I would hop in on the first day I would die six times in a row to Desmond and I'd be like you know what I'm done <laughs> I'm done with this I'm, I'm competitive when when I think the competition is fun and I can compete yeah otherwise I have no desire to take part yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. and, and I'm, there's no way I mean there's just simply no way <laughs> I would remotely no there's simply no way that I would be able to yeah. do well and, and, and I mean even if I could See, see, that's the other like hard part is there's also kind of like a meta around this, you know, like there were people during like Twitch rivals that their like mods would be like theory crafting, like putting together the optimal, yeah, you know, yeah. whatever. Or back in the day when you'd have streamers who were like, I want to be the first of 40, they'd have like a group, like a team of people behind the scenes figuring out like, I'm going to get all these quest items. I'm going to bring them to the raid. I'm going to do this. And it's like, yeah. I just, I don't know. There's just yeah. so much meta gaming, yeah. And because it's timed, it's just so inefficient. Because I would sit there with an Excel spreadsheet for two of the eight hours, thinking yeah. about the optimal way to go forward, and I've already lost. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. It's just that kind of stuff doesn't. Yeah, it'll be interesting because I feel like they've they've thought about a bit. Like it, it, one of the rules is you're not allowed to take outside help. That was something that was happening a lot when they were doing the leaderboards. Is people were just like taking viewer kits every raid, so they didn't have to spend the time gearing up in their stash. Like you know what I mean? Because exactly what I was exactly what you're saying. I have a hundred million rubles, but I don't want to take the time to build a kit, so I'm just running viewer kits for the kills or whatever it was. Um, but in this, you're not allowed to take any outside help. It has to be solo. That's another reason why I don't know if I want to participate. It's like, I, I have 7,000 hours in Tarkov. 5,500 hours of that has been like duos. Like I just, so like to, to compete over a nine day period as a solo, I'm just not, I'm not winning. You know what I mean? I'm not, well, I'm not even coming close. I don't, I'm not having fun. So, uh, dude, we need to do a series where Jesse teaches Veritas streets of Tarkov. Oh yeah, bro. Where me and you just play streets and you just teach me what's new about Dude, it. Dude, if you're if you play a few hours and you're like, I might want to dabble my toe in and we can link up on a day we're both live, I will teach you streets, bro. Cause that would also be like, you know, you've probably done like streets guides. But if you haven't, one. this would be like the perfect Yeah. Every time I'm like, where am I going? Whatever you like pull up a map and you're like, This is where you're going, yeah. like oh. condense uh... that up into like a tutorial. 
I would be down with that. Um, <clears throat> but so that's kind of that is kind of like the the Tarkov news. There was a small patch today. The Halloween event has started. It's nothing that we haven't seen before. Like Tagilla's got his like scythe instead of his hammer. They did that last year. The pumpkin heads, the pumpkin little loot boxes that you oh, take God, back to my first day back is going to be yeah, fucking yeah. chased by Tagilla. Um, Tagilla's on labs. Uh, and then the, there's an assumption. There's like, that's it. There's an assumption that there's going to be more things because like the screen, the picture they tweeted was like of cultists. Like, no, in the past years, they always made cultists 100% spawn chance. They didn't. So I think oh, I've still I've only fought the cultists two two times oh. ever. Well, people are thinking that like over the course of the next few days leading up to Halloween, they'll do they'll like do some things. And if they make cultists 100 percent spawn chance, I mean, I, I actually never mind what I was about to say. Don't go fight them on your first few days back. They are everything that's wrong <laughs> with this game <laughs> all wrapped up into one meta ammo. They literally make no footsteps. You can't ever see them. There's five of them and they just shoot you through bushes it's, and it's at night. Yeah, don't do that. They're on factory though. I would. I factory. I, I really wish I is could've. the most fun place to fight them. Um, but that's all the patch was today. <clears throat> a few bug fixes, but nothing really. Um, before we move on to some other non-Tarkov related stuff, I do want to take a quick second and thank the sponsor for this episode, and that is HelloFresh. Um, HelloFresh is America's number one meal kit. Uh, with a crazy schedule, HelloFresh can make it easy to fall back uh, <clears throat> to get out of your dinner time rut. Keep mealtime exciting with over 40 recipes to choose from every single week. So there's always something delicious to discover with HelloFresh. We've we talked about them many times. Can't speak highly enough. What did I literally just have tonight? It was like a Mexican pork rice bowl with like a little pico, some sour cream. It was delicious. Dog, now that, now that I'm getting back in the gym... I'm trying to eat oh, healthy. Shoot. Yeah, I I'm like gonna go back on the hardcore HelloFresh. Like I'll probably be eating it every day. They've got the fucking fit and wholesome uh, like menu, like yeah. section like menu that I probably like should force myself to eat. Although meat and veggies too is probably gonna be because you know I yeah. want to you know got to get uh, down to the carbs. Got to get all big, uh, you know, and jacked and everything. <laughs> uh, so. Uh, yeah yeah I, I dude i'm looking forward to it. i mean everything everything just looks phenomenal and um it's delicious and healthy it's super convenient that's the thing that i've always harped on um is the convenience of it that's like before i tasted the food and realized that the food is is delicious like the the big thing that drew me to it was the convenience because i don't mind cooking but what i hate doing is figuring out what we're gonna eat this week and what i need what do we need for burgers the buns and the cheese i forgot the lettuce i hate that so much and so just like, here's a bag. It's everything you need. It's the exact amount that you need. You can pick all sorts of different menu items. You can pick all sorts of different foods. They have all sorts of like add-ons. If you have people coming over, there's like limited time fall lineup. What do we got here? Apple cider cake with caramel sauce, uh, barbecue pulled pork nachos, mini pumpkin cheesecakes. There's all sorts barbecue of- Barbecue chicken, pineapple, flatbread, sweet chili chicken bowl. I got one of their oh. flatbreads once and it was delicious. Um, I don't know what shawarma is, but- oh. I don't know what it is, but I know it's good. I had it before. So I'll probably stick to the chicken sausage spaghetti bolognese, to be honest with you. <laughs> yeah. So uh, the convenience is huge. Being able to pick how many meals you want, how often you want those meals. It's awesome. The add-ons, delicious. And then the food is great. I've learned a ton about cooking. It's uh, 
It's pretty great. So you can go to HelloFresh.com slash 50podcast and use code 50podcast for 50% off plus free shipping. That is HelloFresh.com slash 50podcast and use code 50podcast for 50% off plus free shipping. Thank you again so much. HelloFresh, America's number one meal kit for sponsoring this episode. Mm. Jace. So, uh, Dude, oh my god, spicy maple chicken, pork fajita. Oh my god, this is like literally all this, like, just yeah. like chicken, rice, vegetables. Like, I mean, listen, I, I don't have to work out that much because someone came up to me and said landmark. And <laughs> I honestly, do remember that. I was there for that to bear witness. Thank god, because no one would believe me. No one would believe me. I'm so glad that it's you. Because nobody would have believed me yeah, otherwise. Literally, it was like uh, landmark. <laughs> You're like, <laughs> I was yeah. like, I was like, yeah, dog. Mm-hmm. You see this? I get that all the time. Yeah, I really genuinely get it all the time. So uh... somebody asked geeks if he was Valian, and I thought that was hilarious. Um, someone asked me if I was finest. Oh, yeah. Finest XI. It's either Jessica Zam or finest or. Uh, a couple people have a couple uh, people have been uh yeah there's there's like a handful of folks that I am that I am not me that's so, so funny yeah so when i popped in you were working on the the billy and mitchell doc how's that going i mean i'm definitely making it now um, <laughs> I'm, too, I'm i'm, I'm, I'm fully, too deep <laughs> yeah i'm fully fucking committed uh the question now is do i wait until after the trial or oh. not because so if and that's on like four weeks or something. Oh, okay. If if he loses, that is huge mm-hmm. because you know, like I, I don't know. I'm not even going to pretend like I know the law. I'm sure there's probably like one lawyer in our audience that would like, you know, do the ultimate eye roll. Um, but part of defamation, right? I don't know if we've ever talked about this. In order bit. to win a defamation case, there's certain requirements, right? Yeah, I think I talked yeah, about it. Yeah. You basically have to prove that the other person lied yep. and said something not true. They knew it was a lie or they had complete reckless disregard for the truth. Like they didn't yeah. even, you know, they heard a rumor from some random person, didn't verify it, and then went and told everybody. Yeah. You know, like, um, you know, so if someone loses a defamation case in court, I almost feel like that would make it less likely they would sue someone else for defamation for the because it's like, sure. how are you going to say that I have a disregard for the truth when a court said yep. effectively that what happened is true and this other person was justified? Yep. Why would I not be justified? That's a good you point. Know? Yeah, that kind of like in a way opens the floodgates on are you you know you lost this battle once are you really going to start it up again and the answer to that is probably yeah um <laughs> with a lunatic like him maybe but the the problem is allegedly lunatic allegedly yeah <laughs> allegedly um, sorry i'm not defaming you billy yeah you haven't even seen king of kong so yeah true you don't even know who he is so you couldn't possibly be defaming him um but yeah, we make so like Team Weeby merch. There, I mean, Team Weeby. Billy's like Billy makes him and his cronies make Team Weeby merch. Like, unironically, That's I've seen it. Gross. 
I've seen it's weird. That's so gross. Now they actually like don't they've ne- they haven't like Damn. they get along fine in person. Um Steve's also just seems like too much of a nice generous guy yeah. to, like say if so I'm, not gonna, I'm not going to thinking I'm not going to say how he feels or pretend like I know how he feels but if he really didn't like him at all he wouldn't say that um although I will say one of the more recent bombshell pieces of evidence so for the longest time for the longest time we we have all been <laughs> doing analysis on video that sometime within the last 10 years was uploaded to YouTube by people yeah so part of Billy's argument at various points in time, it was, I didn't cheat, uh, or what you see on my gameplay, it wasn't emulator yeah. name. It wasn't emulator. Or what you see in those videos isn't emulator. That's not my gameplay in those videos. You can't prove it was me. Yeah, That is my gameplay, but the videos have been manipulated or edited to make it look like whatever. Every variation of that. Um, well, yeah. there have been multiple sources that have been like, I have this <laughs> tape that has been in my basement that was handed to me as a judge of Twin Galaxies to adjudicate this when it happened. And it's and, and one of those people, not as a judge, but one of those people, Steve Wiebe. Oh, my he got God. the tape when they were filming King of Kong from like the producers in like 2005 or something. Jeez. And he's had it this whole time and just recently found it. So he oh got deposed. God. And he's got one of the original. And Chaboy sourced there. So there are all of these versions of these different tapes. Some of them are copies of copies. Some of them are camcorders faced at TVs, you know, yeah. like. But you can tell if you overlay them side by side, it's all the same gameplay. It's just like different. Colors, aspect ratios, qualities, whatever. But it's the same gameplay. Yeah. Um, but there have been multiple copies that were effectively sent directly to Twin Galaxies. Okay. Um, that are like from like two or three sources that at the time were like Billy's friends. This is kind of like the downfall. And actually, I ended up interviewing. I interviewed. I had a three-hour phone call two days ago with the guy who was the tech for Billy that was doing the analysis to defend him that ended up realizing he cheated. The guy in the video? Wow. So he, really nice guy. We talked for three hours. I got, you know, got a little bit of info. Um, But what he says, and it's like a quote now in my video, he's like, Billy's downfall is that he lies so much and he sticks to it for so long his friends want to help him. So they like come out of the woodwork to try to like help him. But he hates that because he's not pulling the strings. But what happened is one of his friends at the time, this guy, Richie Knuckles, who's like an arcade guy. Richie was like, was like, I have a copy of the tape untouched that I had. I know he's a Billy's friend and he sent it to twin galaxies because he believed Billy thought it would like, if, if, oh. if Billy's innocent, this would help him. Right. And it's Damn. like it's like a digital straight rip, like like direct feed recording from like VCR to digital. Damn. And I have so I I was able to find on the internet with ways, uh, ways two 
the the first two of his like record tapes the like the direct digital copy where it's like and and in these were also this was the one thing that like carlos was saying made him change his mind um part of it initially was that he was convinced that everybody was just out to get billy Billy had yeah. convinced him that like it's all a thing, you know, and he Billy would present him like this guy sent me this video and said it shows MAME transitions. And then he would look at it and he would go, Oh, well, it looks just like like if I if I look at this and I look at the arcade that I'm testing, they look the same. So if they're saying this looks like MAME and I know they're wrong, then clearly these people are wrong and they must just be out to get Billy. Yeah. But he but you know, you get tunnel visioned and he never compared this with this with Billy's yeah, taste. Yeah. Because he'd see that they are nothing alike. Yeah. He kind of just didn't exactly understand. He thought that the argument against Billy was that his video looks different than all of these other legit arcade VHS videos that were with a camera. Yeah. Because Billy's was direct feed and he was the only one at the time that had a direct cable from the back of the machine into a converter into a v- VHS. Everybody else had a camcorder. Oh so he was my. spent all of his time for months proving that that it looks different from all of his other stuff. And it's not because MAME, because he recorded it differently. And then when you look at his gameplay with all of these copies of the copies, that yeah. you end up with a, you end up with like only a handful of questionable frames. Okay. But then when you get the original tape from his buddy, that's like, check this out. This will prove he's innocent. Every transition is like, ma'am, 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 ma'am. And he's like, he's like, that's when I knew. And he's like, and I, uh, uh, like, I confronted Billy. And I was like, what the fuck, dog? You have something Dude. to tell me? That's crazy. And, yeah. It's crazy. I mean, like, it makes sense. It makes sense what the guy said about he's so confident in his lies that it makes his friends it makes him trust you more, you know what I mean? So it's just crazy ironic how the nail in the coffin is literally people so convinced that he's right. That how could how could this ever like condemn him or you know what I mean? Like yep. he's got like that's wild. I didn't know. And another that. And, and another part of this whole thing that also went against like that kind of fucked over Carlos um was that he he would go to the forums and the forums were open, you know, to yeah, like the yeah. public, right? And so much of what he saw was bandwagoning people who didn't know what they were talking about. They were all right for the wrong reasons. So he was like, these people just don't know what they're talking about. I'm going to fucking ignore them and I'm going to do my own testing. So he kind of was like scroll by and not take any of it seriously, even though like the really good analyses with all of the smoking gun evidence was all a part of that. He kind of just sort of threw out the baby with the bathwater, And that was his mistake. Yeah. But it's a very human mistake. Yeah. Like he just came in wanting to help. He didn't have an agenda. He just assumed that like, listen assume you don't know billy mitchell you don't know the memes you don't know how untrustworthy he is you don't know how sketchy all of these other homies that he has are you come in and you see a bunch of entrepreneurs businessmen and family men someone who's apparently well respected in the community who had multiple documentaries about him had multiple guinness book of world records all this stuff are you gonna believe him or a bunch of internet trolls yeah a bunch of slimy fucks on the internet trying to 
clearly you're you're just going to assume that the adult man yep. guy is like just he's he's getting unfairly canceled and you want to help him. Yep. And that tunnel visions you. And so for sure. The worst part, the worst part and I'm glad I got him to talk about it. The worst part was at one point there's a video like the last video that he did where he's going through and he's like guys like he's trying to explain to all of the people on the forums that are all like we all know he cheated dude like what the fuck and carlos looks completely like a shill because yeah he, he's looking he's pointing at smoking gun evidence he, he's effectively pointing at billy with the bloody knife and he's going see he's innocent yeah oh. because he just he doesn't quite realize what the specifics of the argument yeah. he's a smart guy he knew all the he had all the information he just it's like being a really good shot but everybody says the target's over there but it's over there yeah he's not shooting at the right target yeah and yeah, he's going yeah. guys i'm nailing it and everybody's like you fucking shill and one of the things he said to me like on the phone was he's like i went back and i saw and i'm like holy fuck it was oh. right in front of me i'm such a fucking idiot yeah, that's he's brutal. like I'm such an idiot, you know, and but honestly, a huge portion of the community was like because he came out and apologized. Yeah, um, there was a little bit more of some like stuff I'm not really going to cover in the documentary, but like he tried to after everything, he was basically like, I don't want to get involved in lawsuits here. I'm just like not even going to fucking release my shit. I'm not even going to say anything mm. like. It's like, I just don't even, I want to step yeah. away because he was already getting harassed and death sure. threats and whatever from all of the people, like from the trolls who hate Billy that all delegitimized the real case against him. That's why I hate when people agree with me for the wrong reasons. Yeah. You make me look bad. Yeah. 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 You know? Um, so, you know, but there was the whole thing where it was like, sign this piece of paper and I won't sue you kind of thing. The problem is, is that there was, you know, it was effectively saying Billy didn't cheat. And he's like, I don't want to sign this. Mm. I'll say that he's like, I'll go so far as to say it was inconclusive. But I he's like, I'll go so far as to say that he's like, but I'm not. And they're like, you know, they went back and forth under pressure. You know, he said he was like sitting there with his, his Billy and his wife for three hours or whatever. And he's like, I agreed to sign it. And they were going to change this one line. And he's like, I made that mistake because the next day Billy releases a 200 page thing and and Carlos's statement unaltered signed is on page two. Oh, that's and so brutal. He didn't know it. So then a bunch of people came to him and were like, yo, dog, did you sign some paper? And he was like, didn't realize that it had gotten out. And so he was like, no. And he denied it and like lied to his friends. But then very quickly afterwards, like. Nah, I gotta walk this back. I'm sorry, I fucking lied and I made a mistake. Yeah. So, but he owned up to it. Yeah, it's one of those things where it's like people can make a, a bunch of mistakes. You have yeah. to recognize that they're human. Ultimately, what matters is what you do in the end. And what he yeah. came, and ended up coming out and saying was, "Here's everything, everything." And I'm an open book. I fucked up, and I'm sorry. And a lot of people in the community were like, "Mad respect to you, dude." You yeah, know, like that's good. So I'm. I I don't I don't know I'm sure some people are probably still like fuck that guy. Well I'm sure um, I'm sure 
But that's but, good because um, it, because it's like it stands in such stark opposition to like Billy, and like that's like what all this is about. Like it, somebody had mentioned just come this. Clean, Billy. Yeah, if ten years ago somebody was just like, "Bro, you cheated," and he was like, "Yeah, you're right." This wouldn't have been this. He would have been stripped of his titles, and nobody would remember his name. It's the this is the you know decade, multi-decade long commitment to the bit of just lying through your teeth and changing your story and moving the goalposts. So to just be able to, as a human, be like, "I messed up." And I hate it. And I, I, I want to be on the right side here now. Like it's, it's good that people are like, all right, you know, at least some, most of the people are like, okay, respect. Cause that is brutal. That is brutal. And people like that, I mean, and you were alluding to this, but like people are human, people make mistakes and people like that, the Billy Mitchells of the world are really good at exploiting uh, people who are trying to help into making those mistakes. You know what I mean? Like if you've ever, if you've ever been in your life in a situation where you feel like you made a mistake and you know it was your mistake, but you kind of felt like you were led into it and you didn't really like have enough time to think. Like the 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 allegedly Billy Mitchells of the world are just the people who are like that. Those compulsive liars are unbelievably good at just pushing you into those situations and then being like, it was your you did it, you did it. I didn't make you sign that. I didn't make you do that. You know what I mean? And that's the stuff that's so brutal. It's so brutal. <laughs> and the bit that I edited today was effectively, it's like 17 minutes of my little mini documentary right now. I've done like an hour and 25. I have done edited. But what I just ended up doing, just because I ended up talking to Carlos, it was effectively like the the introduction, rise and fall of, of the Carlos saga. Because you have, you know, oh. Carlos comes in out of nowhere. He gets asked by one of Billy's friends to come help. Because someone saw that he had this knowledge and experience on a Facebook post from whatever. And they're like, I'm friends with Billy. This guy needs help. And he's like, all right, I'll go check it out. So he gets roped into this, thinks it's going to be fun and thinks he's going to help a guy in need. He gets fucking abused for nine months, uh, you know, or more. I mean, it's been like six years now uh, since since he got roped into this. Um, It was 2018. Uh, And. And then he goes and gets conned by Billy this whole fucking time into like, you know, he's being lied to getting fed misinformation, which makes, which makes him look bad. Then all of the legal stuff. Then he finally gets roped into it. And then now Billy is basically saying he never worked with me. He's just a fucking fanboy that came out of nowhere that was really interested in whatever, wanted to insert himself into the situation. He's not really an engineer. Uh. And, and of course, I, I'm interlaying all of the. Yeah, Billy's Billy's there with him on stage. Billy's eating popcorn while Carlos is sitting like there talking to for him. Yeah, speaking for him. And he's like, oh, nope, nobody speaks for me. He never did whatever. And it's like he flew Carlos out to California to talk at this event to basically say, these are my this is my research of what I'm doing. He's essentially a punching bag for Billy this whole time. And now he's like, didn't stay in the hotel, never touched, never paid for his flight. Like, I don't uh, even know where he stayed. Almost like it was a coincidence, dude. Like it was a coincidence he was there. So now he's totally trying to not not even just distance himself, but throw him under the bus. And there's a whole bunch of even worse slimy shit that I'm not even going to talk about. What a grease ball. Because even just talking about it makes other people look bad. Even just hmm. by like the moment I say Joe Smith didn't beat his wife. Now, so, like some percentage of the people are like, did he beat his wife? Yeah. You know? <laughs> It's so true, it's like, though. It's true. So there's just like some shit that I don't even like so many people that were in Team Billy 
it's incredible how all of these people that used to be his friends and defending him are now like he's a fucking con man, a fraud, yeah, and a scumbag. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure Billy's really innocent and all of these people are just a part of the conspiracy. Yeah. That's crazy. I, I just can't wait to see all the deposition stuff because, you know, when the lawyers yeah. like the, when the lawyers like did Carlos stay in your hotel room, did you pay for his tickets? You know, I know that the lawyer has got the fucking JetBlue receipt and he's got it behind the clipboard. So when Billy's like, absolutely not. I know I'm like, can't wait to just like check mark that. I'm going to want to check back on that. Would later on at, at court when he's going to be like, here's he just everything he says is clearly a lie yeah. because everything everyone else says is the opposite. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Oh, that stuff is like, ooh, it's crazy. Wow. Yeah, so, so the depositions are happening soon or happened and haven't been released? It or... happened in January. Okay. The and then Billy, the trial the... starts in a few weeks. Yeah, the trial's in November. Um, it's supposed to be like three or four weeks long. It's out in L.A. County. Um, I, I'm sure I could probably, if I asked a bunch of people, I could, I could maybe get access to some of them. It would be yeah. like... I, I don't know. I'd basically be like reaching out to the lawyers. And it, the judge wants... I think most of the shit to be confidential. So I don't even want to ask someone. I don't want to ask someone to like break rules. You know what I mean? So yeah. I'm like not even going to reach out and ask. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I don't have access to it. Although Billy's deposition was, it was originally uploaded in clips to uh, like videos. Those videos got DMCA'd. Other people uploaded in full DMCA'd. I initially had like 75 like YouTube links with timestamps for like, make sure I talk about this, talk about this. And there were just links. And I'm like, I'll record it later. And then the video got DMCA and it's like, fuck. So that's why I've been going through his six hour deposition again on stream. Yeah. And just like, it's like, but, but I, now I have, I was able to get a hard copy on a Google drive from somebody who grabbed it. Uh, and there's a lot of things that like, you know, catch it while you can because yeah, you never yeah, know yeah. everything just goes up and then goes down that's because crazy. billy dmca's everything like i like my video i i am gonna say there's a 95 percent chance even if he loses this lawsuit that my video gets dmca'd um within the first 24 hours <sighs> yeah which sucks because it might completely tank the algorithm yeah um but uh now i will absolutely click the button that says I want to fight this which then goes the balls in their court to basically say if they want to pursue it then take it to court yep yeah uh now the question is when I put it back on them uh it it'll like... almost definitely be Billy's son because Billy's son is the his like uh... hired gun that does everything for him um and also happens to like work at as like a paralegal or some shit like the filing boy shit. at the law firm that represents uh, Billy yeah, I don't know what his course, job is, dude. you know, but, um, but yeah, so Damn. I don't know if, if my video, if like once it goes back in their court, if the video would be back up until they do something. Yeah, I don't know how that but, works either. But yeah, I, I very, I assume at the very least it'll get DMCA'd and it's, it seems quite likely that I might get a, a letter threatening to like, like a, yeah. a, a concerns notice is what is what comes before the, the defamation lawsuit. You get a concerns notice. Uh, and then I'll say, fuck off. I'll see you in court. And then 
kind of hope that they won't do anything yeah. after that. And if they do, then I'll, I'm not going to not fight it. Then you have another documentary to make, which is your time in court against Billy Mitchell. <laughs> yeah. Uh, my conversation with Notch being like, yo, dude, can I have some money? Please. <laughs> Please. Oh, that's wild, man. That is wild stuff. Yep. Crazy. Crazy, yeah. crazy. Um, this is another another random thing that I that I threw on the list. I don't know if you saw um oh, the stream thing. Yeah, at TwitchCon they 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 announced they removed the restrictions to multi stream. Yeah, so I saw I, I I opened up YouTube earlier when I was like making lunch and I saw like the whole like little red live thing with yeah. Justin. I was like, oh shit. Um, how has that been? Is it easy to do? Is it good? Is it uh, is it more of a headache? Do you have multiple chats, or are there tools that make it so that it gets condensed? Yeah. So for for me, like from my end, it's it's a headache to like get it set up. But in the same way it was when you first downloaded OBS, and you're like, "What do I do?" And then it's like, "Set it and forget it." Once you have it working, so like, um, but it's it wasn't too bad. I downloaded a plugin, an OBS plugin that basically because you can use like Restream. But as I understand that, you send your stream to Restream and then Restream sends your stream to multiple places. And I didn't like that. I wanted to be able to like, I feel like there would be quality degradation doing that. And like, I don't know. So I, there's an OBS plugin and like the, the GitHub page is like 87% in Japanese. <laughs> but like... <laughs> Someone must have done a, a an English tutorial on YouTube, right? Yeah. And so, but I downloaded it and... What it, it what it allows me to do is set an entirely separate set of settings. So I encode, I send to Twitch at 936p um, at 7900 bit rate, right? To YouTube, I send 1440p, 60 frames per second at 25,000 bit rate. And it's... Is it a noticeable difference in quality? Unbelievably different. Actually, you know what? I can probably Just pull, pull up, up the VOD, yeah. Go to the my page. Go to live. Click. Doesn't that also like cl- clog your thing kind of too, like your your feed or? Nope. So if you go to youtube.com slash Jesse Kazam, uh, it's so much better now where like Alive. you see where it's like home. That's where all my playlists are. Videos is just my videos. Shorts, just my shorts. Live, just my lives. So it used to be all on the homepage, twitch.tv slash Jesse Kazan, everything you posted, whether it was a live stream or a short or everything was there, but it's super clean now. Um, super clean. And yeah, go to live, click on one of the streams, pop over to where I'm in raid and make sure it's at 1440p. And it's just like, dude, Twitch could never. It's so much better. <laughs> it's it's hard for me to, it's hard for me to know because, you know, I'm, I'm watching this on the screen that I normally am playing. Yeah, yeah. And you probably don't if, if watch. Anything, it's going to be worse than you what I'm used to. Watched a ton of Tarkov content on Twitch lately, which is very yeah. understandable, but it's like dude, the number one message in my YouTube chat is like this looks insane. Like it's just it's of course it's not perfect. Right. My my recordings, I record at 80,000 bit rate. And that's what I use to make my YouTube videos when I, when I upload to YouTube. You know what I mean? But just the fact that I can 
upload yeah. in that much bit right and i'm gonna push it because i think the i think the max is like 30 or 35 for but, but there is no max the recommended range is between 8 and 35 for 1440p like depending on your internet but like you can stream in 4k at 50 megabits per second if you have the internet for it like there there is no cap on youtube so i might push it to 30 and then the other thing i might do is um the other thing that youtube accepts is av1 which is um just like a new encoding codec, codec yeah, that's much 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 basically more efficient and better at what it does and uh you can get like the like the intel graphics cards that they made were basically like here's an AV1 encoder as a graphics card. It's not for like gaming, yeah. but for like a 200 bucks, you can pick up uh Intel GPU and I throw that in my streaming PC and use that to encode an AV1. And like, uh, hope I, I think I can make in just insanely good looking YouTube streams. It's dope. So, um, do you, fuck, I forgot what I was going to ask. So do you have multiple chats up? <laughs> Whoa. <clears throat> so that um, I found uh, airing helped me out a lot because he's been doing this for a while. Um, there's a uh, there's a it's weird how it does it. And he was saying he's on the lookout for a better solution, but it does work. It's a Chromium based browser extension. So basically what it is, it's unbelievably customizable, which is really good. So it's a browser extension. And you say, like, you know, I don't want. You know, I don't want the names to be colors. I want, I have it. So basically what my chat is, I made it try to look as close to Twitch chat as possible. But next to that person's name, there's a tiny little YouTube logo or a tiny little Twitch logo. But it's a combined but chat. But it's a combined chat. You have to pop out. The, the the way they make it work so that you don't accidentally pick up somebody else's chat is it's it, it has to be a popped out chat. So right as I go live, I pop out my Twitch chat and I pop out my YouTube chat. Oh, on so my it's other not monitor, in OBS? no, in my other monitor, and then in OBS, I have the browser source of the chat, and so literally, it's in OBS and it's a combined chat. But you just Ew. on another monitor somewhere, you have to have the chats popped out, and I just minimize them or whatever. And yeah, yeah, yeah. so in OBS, the same exact size as my old Twitch chat was. I have a combined chat. Now, hmm. it's like it's a little hard because like you sound insane when you're like answering people's questions that. That aren't there like, for half who, the Yeah, people. exactly. So uh, technically in the TOS, oh. the updated TOS, they don't want you displaying chats from another website on your Twitch stream. I yeah, doubt yeah, yeah. they're really going to enforce that, but technically they don't want you doing that. So I'm, I'm toying with a few ideas. I might create Do a... Do you sc- normally have chat on screen? No, I don't like that. I'm not... A, I don't like the chat on screen vibes. Yeah, too much shit. But what I might do is create a scene that has chat on screen when I'm in my stash or loading into a raid and then switch from that scene when I'm in a raid. That might be like a good compromise. And then the other thing I'm thinking of doing is creating a little graphic that just says live on YouTube logo plus Twitch logo. And I put that like above my camera so that at least people are aware, you know what I mean? That, it, that I had, yeah, I've yeah. had a ton of people be like, you quit Twitch because the perception is like you can't it's one or the other you know what i mean a bunch of people are like yo yeah, when true. did you quit twitch and i was like oh no no we're live right now so i might like do a little graphic or something like that but but overall it's smooth man it's like you have to redo all your nightbot commands and reset up like alerts it's like that's what's tedious and annoying but once it's up it's just up and i've had no issues i 
on my stream PC, my CPU encodes my Twitch stream, my GPU on NVENC encodes my YouTube stream. I've had literally no hiccups, no stream hiccups. The chat's super, like it just works. It's just like a regular chat. And uh, it's been super fun. Hmm. Yeah, Nightbot got a little crazy because I forgot what my settings were. And like when you start a new Nightbot, it's like as strict as it could be. And it was like oh. bringing the band hammer down on people. And so I had to like reel back. Every time someone's like any amount of profanity. If there's three like, question marks. It's like, stop spamming symbols. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, hmm. well, maybe. It's interesting. It, th- I think for people like us, it's the most valuable for. If you're like a new streamer and you're multi-streaming, you're going to run into the same issues. But like people like you and I have hundreds of thousands of subscribers on YouTube. And certainly a certain amount of those people aren't interested in Twitch. And so yeah. like I had no idea how it was going to go. But like I I flipped it on and I had 300 people in there today on the YouTube side. And I had no idea what to expect. You know what I mean? I was like, that's sick. So, uh, so it was cool. It was just like, it's been fun experiment. It monetizes. You can do the memberships just like over here. You can do emotes, uh, you run ads. Uh, what's also nice is that it auto like VODs are so much, obviously YouTube is a VOD site, right? So it's like, it saves your VOD much higher quality because I'm streaming in much higher quality. A lot of more people are like watching those. It hits your channel with all the views it got while it was live. So like when my VOD hits my YouTube channel, it hits with 5,000 views and like 80% watch time. Because the, of the people hanging out in chat. So uh, yeah. it's been an interesting experiment. I'm, I'm going to rip it. It's fun because I like more people to talk to, you know what I mean, to hang out with. So I'm going to rip it for like, you know, uh, a few months and just like see, see what happens over the like short to midterm. Um, interesting. That's actually kind of funny you say that because like obviously my, you know, my I haven't been playing Tarkov, right? So like yeah. my numbers are lower than what they were. But that's only because like I'm out of the Tarkov twitch viewer mind share yeah 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 i almost feel like it like wouldn't like i very well could just have 300 you know viewers i i don't know if i will or not right but like i I probably will have less um yeah i I almost definitely have less actually just because i haven't done much tarkov content but i feel like it would be less i would be less affected on youtube by probably things that have obviously affected my twitch you know yeah um that are you know more twitch specific i don't know it could be could be interesting i mean like really there's no it's just whether or not I want to take the time to yep. set everything up, uh, which I don't know. Maybe I might do maybe at the start of the new year, yeah, or or something. Because this whole thing coming up in December, I feel like I I have six weeks, seven weeks to prepare, and I'm yeah. like so like I don't even want to invest any thought into anything else. I'm I like understand so stressed. that, yeah. Uh, and then also like this documentary too. Like I, you know. I'm, I've been working day and night on this fucking for sure. Thing. Yeah. 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 So I don't know. But yeah, I, don't know. I mean, it's, it's what's nice. It's, is it's that free. It's, it's free money. It's free and exposure. And it's always going to be there now that they took the restrictions away. So if you want to do it later, what's nice. So it's like Airwing. Airwing's been the go-to guy. Cause like six months ago, Airwing was like, I'm going to start streaming on YouTube. He was like, there's no chance in hell that like anybody enforces this rule. So he's been multi-streaming for like six months and just like did not care. And so they announced it at TwitchCon and everyone was like, yo, Airwing, my man, how do you do that? So like he's got like a, he's got like a Discord group where he was like, I'm not going to do this one-on-one with everybody. Here's all the information. So like, if you like, if you want to know, he'd be happy to get you in there and the chat bot he uses the extension the settings like just like boom 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 he's figured it out and mm. so interesting yeah i uh 
the, the one thing for some reason that I, I like find cringy, I don't know why it's so arbitrary and stupid, but the couple of times I've seen like a stream and I see someone is like, Oh, I got a super chat over here on YouTube, blah, 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 blah. And it's like, I hate when people are like specifically, yeah. Oh, I got a question from Joe on Twitch. I got, I, I don't know why yeah. it's like, ugh, it just feels so weird. Yeah. Yeah. I don't say that. What I've been trying to do is either read the message or read the name of the person just so that yeah. if you are keeping up with chat and you he see me reading something like, you know what I mean? If, you, if somebody asks you a question, like, what's your favorite gun? And you read that in your brain and you go, oh, the MP7. If that was somebody on YouTube asking the question on Twitch, you're just like, he just said, oh, the MP7. And it's like, what yeah. the hell? But if I yeah. say, uh, Mike, Apropos what's... of nothing. Yeah, if I say, like, Mike, uh, what's your favorite... What's your favorite gun at Tarkov? Oh, well, I, I really like... At least there's some... You can be like, oh, he read a message. You know what I mean? I mean, People and, might and say, what honestly, are you reading? But at least they know I'm not insane. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's honestly, like, not the worst practice in the world anyway, considering yeah. that so many people can't stand... Like, I can't stand... If I'm watching Twitch, I don't want chat up because chat usually distracts me because mm -hmm. they're usually saying dumb shit that I feel like I need to correct. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, like, I don't want to, like, I, like, don't want to have chat open because then it's like, well, I'm not working. I'm not doing anything. I'm not relaxing. I'm fucking chatting. Yeah. You know, and I, like, I don't, I didn't come here to chat. Yeah. If anything, I came here to, like, ask a question of a streamer that's live. Or yeah, something, yeah. Right? Like, so, uh, so some people who just watch and they are full screen or whatever and they don't have chat open. Yep. So, you could say, oh, MP7, and that would, even if you were just streaming the Twitch, that yeah. makes no sense. Yeah. So I think, so I don't it's know. It's not either a that, bad thing to get Either that or of. it, it's either like you, the people already think you're insane or they've all been desensitized to it and just figured someone somewhere asked. <laughs> yep. And that's kind of, that's kind of what I'm thinking will happen. So, so it's been cool. I think like, I think it's a W from Twitch. And it needed some W's. It was like the only site that had multi-streaming rules. Like Kick doesn't, TikTok doesn't, YouTube never has. Like, you know what I mean? It was the only site that had it. They were paying the lowest split. Now they have their partner plus thing. Uh, you know, we're just kind of like a half W. And they have this, which I would consider a W. So it's one of those all these, things. All these other potential girlfriends, they all have open relationships. Like, what the fuck? Exactly, Twitch. Come on. So, uh. So I think it's cool. I'm excited to just like rip it and see how it does. And, and like it feels good to be able to like engage in some of the reward for my hard work on YouTube. You know what I mean? Because like it's always like that where you make YouTube videos and you're hoping that they cross the barrier, right? They come to Twitch to hang out, you know? And so it's just yeah. nice to be able to like the amount. It's been super awesome. The amount of people these first few days that have been like, dude. When did you start streaming here? I watch your videos all the time. It's so sick to catch you live. And I'm like, that's it. Even if I have a fifth of the viewership on YouTube forever, it's just like sick. Like, cool. More people getting to hang out with that enjoy the content. I love that. That's not bad. You know, so. Yeah. And I mean, I always feel like the pressure and I probably will instantly get it again when I'm playing Tarkov, where it's like, if I'm not putting out highlight videos, if I'm not like double dipping with the content yeah, I on see what stream, you mean. this almost like gives you that for free in a way. Yeah. You're not going to get, I mean, honestly, like five, 10,000 views. It's like what I get if I, if I were to put out a random, like, so I was on shoreline and crazy shit happened. <laughs> yeah. I probably get 10,000 views on that video anyway. Right. Yeah. So it's like, this is just 
potentially like even if it's 50 or 80 percent of a highlight video for free i mean that's still a nice chunk of ad revenue right that's like 30 videos a month yep you know times five thousand. i mean fuck that's a hundred and fifty thousand. that's one free one hundred and fifty thousand view video a month maybe i'll make minimum wage fuck yeah (laughs) so uh I think, yeah, I think it's cool. I think it's a W. I'm excited about it. So. Yarp. Fuck yeah, brother. Yeah, brother. Well. Yep. I'm staring at the giant play button on these. Oh, my God. I've been wanting to hit play, but I even just like choosing a name. And choosing, I was about like, to say, you, I mean, you haven't like, even like, opened the game this wipe. Last wipe you like played up for like a week, but you haven't even opened the game this wipe, right? No, I haven't Hell had the launcher installed yeah. for six months. Dude. All right. Well, uh, so yeah, that's the stuff. That's the that's the news. Arena was fun. And oh, the other thing we didn't talk about Arena. I can't believe I didn't mention this. Jesus Christ. Uh did like it's they're Jesus releasing it Christ. like early December. So we don't have to wait that long. Oh, okay. Is that public information? <laughs> yeah. So someone was asking me I and I'm thought like, it was private too, and then people started tweeting it and like uh yeah. Because I asked Nikita and he said that, and I just instantly was like, nope, never heard. Nobody told me nothing. Nope. Yeah. Uh-uh, nothing. I was nope. the exact same boat, but then I saw, like, people tweeting it, and Nice Guy was putting it in his news videos, and I was like, I guess it's out there. So, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And Toast said it on the BSG stream <laughs> when he was casting. So, oh, God. He probably, he probably broke the fucking seal on that. It's out there. So, uh, So, I say that, I just say that from the perspective of, like, we don't have to wait that long. Only a few podcasts away, we're going to be talking about like our thoughts on the first weekend. So that's kind of exciting. Um, but uh, yeah, so uh, thank you guys for hanging. Apologize for the week off. It was encouraging to hear how many people were like, dude, where's the podcast? You know what I mean? Like, um, But we, we tried to get one going at TwitchCon. The schedule was insane. Vegas was so much more like harder to my flight, get so people I came together. Yeah, Veritas came a little late. I had to leave mad early Sunday. So... We didn't get we didn't get it uh, worked out, but it was it was nice to take a little week off. But we're back. Um, we're also back with the PP patreoncom slash pod. If you want more of this, one extra episode a week, early access to episodes, all sorts of stuff. Those episodes Patreon. are twice as good as these episodes. I, I'm just gonna flat out say it. So at least that's where we show the feet picks. Yeah, that's where we showed the video of Jesse driving a tank over a car and yeah. me firing a minigun. Uh, I switch, I show Facebook fucking photos and yeah, yeah, dick pics, all the things, all of it. right? Like, yep. so I'm just saying, if you want, if you like this, you'll like that even more. It's like the podcast gone sexual, you know what I mean? It's it's the clickbait podcast over there. Yeah, we got to figure out if if us doing those streams shirtless is a problem. Yeah, that might be a problem. You know, no one said anything yet, so yeah. But uh, <laughs> thank you guys for hanging. We appreciate you being here. All this will be live uh, tomorrow for the Patreon people and Monday for everybody else. Thank you guys for being here. We will definitely see you all on the next one. Peace.
Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unifydhealing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system.